Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Box Office Breakdown. I can see Steven making faces at me in the booth, and it's making me laugh. Anyway, welcome back, you guys. Once again, we do not have Mr. JTE with us, but me and Tom are going to hold down the fort. Second week in a row. He's He's always on assignment. I'm starting to be suspicious. Well, you know, popcorn talk, and uh, they have to put him on stuff, and... You know, he's a great interviewer and a great editor, and he's on the new, uh, I think he's in New York at the new uh, Gerard Depardieu movie premiere. He's in New York now. Yeah, it's called ah. Wel- It's called Welcome to New York. So the chances of him getting back are zero, because they're all still snowed in, huh? Yeah. Okay, well, before we, we're going to get into this week's numbers, we're going to get into the international numbers. Of course, we'll have our international game for you, a top five list, all the normals, yep. and we will have you call in at the end with predictions. How was your weekend other than did you see any of these movies? No, I was glued to the TV this whole time, uh, this whole weekend for the tournament, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You losing money? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, but I am doing pretty well in the, in the, the Schmoville, uh, tournament. I'm like fourth or something. Who's like that. winning? Some guy. I don't know his name, like Zachariah or something or something. He's winning or Zach, Zach Grice, Gracious, something like that. I, I have, He's not, I don't yeah, have a bracket. I'm not, I'm not too far behind him. No, I, I'll win something. I'll stick to the movies. Yeah. Wait, what about you? Mm, I tried bouldering. Really? A bit of that. Yeah, my nails are too long for it, though. It hurts. But I, I did pretty well. Pretty well. Why don't you put on those like like uh, gloves they have? That's cheating. Oh. You're supposed to use like chalk. So you're telling me that girls with like nice nails can't go bouldering? You can't. But like when you grip, like instead of my fingertips hitting the walls, it would be like my nails. Mm-hmm. And like you could hear it. Ugh. And so it just sounds like, like chalkboard st- stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do that. It's really not pleasant. But it was a very t- fun weekend. I didn't see. I've seen, I saw Cinderella last week. Mm. I really liked it. We talked about how Cinderella definitely has the whole family appeal. But we did a whole panel of it for Popcorn Talk. And all five of us really, really liked this movie. Mm-hmm. And we're, we can be a little bit negative, or at least over the past couple of weeks, we talked about Focus, we had talked about Chappie, and a lot of our comments had not been so pleasant. Cinderella was the one that really, like, brought us together, and we all had so many good things to say about it. Um, when you and Roxy? No, me, Roxy, John, Dimitri, Marissa. Oh, wow. So, so all oh, okay. over the board. People are loving it, I mean, and that's yeah. why it's continuing to make money. I dropped 50%, though. It did. Well, let's, and brought it into second place. But let's start from the bottom of the list because our bottom three movies made very similar numbers. Number five, sticking around, The Kingsman, now yep. in sixth week, made 4.6 million. Of everything, of all the top 10, Kingsman had the smallest drop. Yeah. It only dropped 26%. So it's still been sticking around. I think it made like the, five something last week. Yeah, but it, it's been around for what? It's six week, and this was not again. a movie that had a ton of publicity. Nope. It's just survived on word of mouth. People really like it. It's fanboys. Then, yep, and it's then the only fanboy thing to watch. But the 
Cinderella. Cinderella has like fan girls and insurgent. Yeah. Definitely has a whole fan crowd. Fan boys. All right. The gunman came in, opened up this week with a total flop of five million dollars <laughs> but it still made oh. the top five that's Sean so, Penn. just horrible numbers i don't and on top of that it's not really getting the best reviews unlike run all night which came in at number three 5.1 million it's sticking around it at least has better word of mouth it's just suffering i think from people being tired of Liam Neeson and this script I feel bad for it I think they had a really good movie I think they had a good script it's just they didn't time it right there needed to be more space yeah they should open November or something and then we get into Cinderella yeah coming around with a 34.4 million dollars dropping to the second spot it did have a 50% drop which is Mm. very it's pretty big pretty bad that's a lot yep and then insurgent number one opening up almost exactly on par with its predecessor divergent 54 million dollars which i think i mean we predicted around i predicted around 52 56 mm-hmm. i really thought it was my heart was telling me it was gonna be lower so i guess it's doing well it's almost all on board insurgents on par with divergent if you look at reviews if you're going on rotten tomatoes you had i think divergent was about 35 mm-hmm. on critics yeah. and about 70 on audience and insurgent is right on par they're just mirroring each other i i, I agree i mean i don't know this is not a great uh outcome for this it's it's okay i think they wanted a little more than this really oh yeah they thought they were going to have a, you know, they've seen the first one, loved it. They're like, oh, let's go check this one out. But I don't feel like people, the reviews for the first one, people were excited to see in theaters, but I haven't really heard this be the franchise that people want to follow. It doesn't have, I don't feel like it has the favoritism that other series like Twilight, you had people who were Twihards. Oh, yeah, of course. They were there's nobody waiting online oh, to go see Hunger this Hunger Games. Overnight. Hunger Games would people. It was their favorite. You're talking about the same with Harry Potter. Like there's such a passion behind it. Insurgent has kind of just fit in the mold where it's it's targeting the same audience. But I don't think anyone picks it as its their favorite one of the teen action genre. No, no, no. Of course not. It's just it's it's a product of the YA. Um, you know, the crazy part about it was the the original one, the budget was only $40 million. Mm-hmm. And then once the uh, Lionsgate, cause they, I think they do the home theater and a bunch of other stuff on this film, um, and Summit, where to, they're together anyway, um, they upped it to 80. So they doubled the budget because they're like, look, if we could do the Hunger Games and stuff like this. Just put some more budget into it, more action, you know. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, I'm not a big fan of this, you know, Sheen, Sheen Woodley chick shailene woodley yeah she's okay she doesn't have the appeal of jennifer lawrence that's why this movie ain't making a lot of money see this is the difference though i act i do like shailene woodley i think that i she has had some fantastic movies i think that the marketing of her career has been kind of strange mm-hmm. um she did the tv show on abc family that yeah. was like uh american teenager or yeah. something where she played the sweet life of an american thing. teenager thank yes. you thank you and So she started out there, but that show had very mixed reviews. And then she like went straight from a television show that wasn't necessarily known for like the best acting Mm -hmm. (laughs) into a movie with like George Clooney that was like really praised by the critics. And then she, so then people thought she was on that route of just being this very serious actress pulling in, um, 
a lot fault in our stars, mm-hmm. things like that. But then she also throws insurgent. That's a big money. That's I feel paycheck. like she's tried to spread her audience really far, but it hasn't really grasped at what she's capable. So she hasn't really, as much as she has shown in pockets that she's a talented actress, no one really knows what to make of her. Mm-mm. Versus like when you get a Jennifer Lawrence who started in something, Winter's Bone, with critical acclaim, and then she kind of spread as a good actress to Hunger Games while in the in the meanwhile working with really talented people and other A-list la- actors, she very much became American Sweetheart who people trust. Yeah. Like you give Jennifer Lawrence a film and we'll talk about Serena, but most people are going to trust what she's going to do with it. You, you're trusting her appeal. You're trusting her acting ability. You kind of know that you're going to like her in it. For Shailene Woodley, you really don't. No. You don't know what she's going to pull out because the idea is there that she's talented. You just mm-hmm. don't know if it's the material is going to cater to that. And in some of the lesser material, she hasn't been as bright of a star, in my opinion. Right. She was the only... Uh actress considered for this role like nobody was even uh, nobody auditioned nothing they were mm-hmm. like you want this role and she's like yeah i think she said no at first and her people were like no no no, take it like this is mm-hmm. so this will give you your money and then regardless. she's the one who brought miles teller into it she had a friendship with him mm-hmm. he play is playing one of the uh more i think in the first one he was more of like a villain type character i'm yeah, not like sure a- what he's playing in insurgent but she brought him on mm-hmm. he's definitely a huge rising star especially after well, she's, pull- she's pulling the strings over there she, she said look i want miles teller i want this i want that and then i'll star in your movie and that's exactly what happened they have a good cast i mean we'll get into kate winslet um i know that the the male lead and in insurgent girls are like falling over oh, yeah so they have all the materials i think that they just chose in my opinion i did read this book and for divergent they just didn't make it as dark as they needed to they just tried to make it a general team movie instead mm-hmm. of really going from the gruesome nature of that mo- of that book they got, they got one more book. Yeah, and they're I, making the money, so I guess they're happy. They are, but they're not going to change this one, uh, turn this one book into two books like they do with these other YAs. I think they're going to shoot one movie, get this out of here. I think on top of that, where some of the... I I almost feel like the actors in this, although they're friends, kind of want to get out. Uh, you could see it. Yeah. And I think other people see it. So you know? making them stick around don't, for two more movies might not go as well. No. Although they did it with the Twilight people, and yeah, but those actors worked. didn't like they that did. franchise either. Yeah, but they yeah, but they were paying them a hell of a lot more money because those things do two, three hundred million dollars. But like I said, they'll do one more of these movies, and then in five years you'll see the you know the trifecta DVD set and like the bargain basement thing of Best Buy box set. Correct. The movies where it's like the four different DVD yeah. on one cover. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know how all the movies actually fit in this case, or but I'm going to buy it because that was $10. Twilight, the whole Twilight thing and Insurgent and sell it for like $500 just as the throw in. be less. Well, we did talk about the smallest well, it comes with Rob Pattinson. Rob Pattinson's just the Rob Pattinson collection. Yeah, it comes with his phone. No, it comes with Rob Pattinson's phone number. Oh, perfect. That will sell. Um, talking, we talked about the smallest jump being Kingsman at 26. The biggest jumps went to Run All Night down mm-hmm. 53 yes. and Chappie, who also went down 53. Um, well, he's done. Chappie? Yeah. Oh, of course. Chappie and Focus together were right next to each other on the list, making number eight Focus, number nine Chappie. Both of them are making, we've got 3.3 million and 2.6 million. These movies both had about $50 million budgets. And you're Mm -hmm. talking about domestic Chappie only made 28. Domestic uh, Focus only made 49. They did, they bombed here. Well, 
But their foreign's not doing too horrible. No. I mean, look, Kingsman is going to stick around. Uh, we had Sophia uh, Putella on uh, Thursday's show, the main show. She was fantastic. And you could see why she got cast. Her personality is great. Unfinished Business, another one. Uh, not even going to make $10, 10 million at the box office as a whole, which is terrible. See your flops. Yeah, it 100%. is. 100%. I would say Unfinished Business. Well, you know, Gunman. Look at Gunman. Here's my theory about why Gunman tanked. Sean Penn is a badass. Sean Penn is old. Yeah, but he's a badass off camera. And then, and you know, it's it's like Liam Neeson. Here's the deal. Let me let me break it down. Mm-hmm. Liam Neeson is a teddy bear off screen, but a badass on film. Sean Penn is a badass in real life and is supposed to be a teddy bear on film. You can't be both of these things. That's okay. why you know it's like he's better when he's milk, like Mystic River when he's crying. What about and Jack Nicholson? I feel like Jack Nicholson in real life is exactly who Jack Nicholson is well, on film. Exactly. Well, he's you know he's done yeah, but his roles, his winning roles weren't always a badass. You know what I mean? It's a, it's like not like killing everybody. Jack is just good as an actor. He doesn't need to do anything. Jack could be in a phone booth and just destroy. Stallone, on the other hand, I think uh, has that like limited ability. Um, where you can be a badass off screen and on screen. Okay. So he's the only one who maybe car- but, carries but that little Penn chip. But Sean does not fit in this category. No, because he's such an overwhelming badass on the streets. Like he's the he fights people like every day. All right, I'll take it. Well, if you look at talking about Liam Neeson a little bit and talking more of a look, we're now in spring. Welcome to spring, everyone. Yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about our yearly domestic total so far because i think it might give us a little bit of hints two predictions number one is of course still 50 shades of gray which is going to be passed shortly our number one movie of the year so far only has 163 million domestic mm-hmm. you're going down to the second num- number the second one is spongebob yeah right now perfect spongebob timing. is our second highest domestic grossing movie at the moment i don't think with 158 so you've got our number one movie is what some people describe as mommy porn. Our yes. second movie is either a kid's movie or for like uh, people who might be slightly under the influence of certain t- uh, certain yes. substances. Cannabis. Our number third, our third movie would be Cinderella, mm-hmm. 122. The fourth fourth place is probably one of my favorite movies on the list. Kingsman, yes. breaking through, 114. And rounding up our top five, for this year so far is Taken 3. I, none Liam of the, I, I Neeson. I guarantee you none of these movies by the end of the year will be in the top 20. I would hope not because gonna be so smashed. far this list is sad. It's going to be smashed. Every one of these is, is gone. You got Star Wars is going to be the yeah. one obviously or maybe Age of Ultron. They will be gone but it just shows you, you got... what's been making money this year so far. Some beavers. Is, oh, some beavers. Is well, that going to make the list? Well, it made so much money last week that uh, the producers of it didn't even want to like say what they made because they didn't want to embarrass everybody else at the box office. Did you see it? Yeah, of course I've seen it. Did you see it with Phil? No, I didn't. Phil has tried to get everyone in the studio to watch Zombievers. So I got, I got if he a, comes in contact, you run away. I had a link to it, so I watched it at home. Was it good? It was fantastic. Yeah, no, I don't believe you at all. Was, that movie uh, looks horrible. The, gr- the girls were really cute. Um, there's a lot of nudity. Um, there's a lot of beavers. And real beavers, like animal beavers. There's a lot of stuff going on. It's a great, it's a great movie. Everybody should check it out. 
Yeah, I'm just going to yeah. not say anything about that because that movie just looks horrible. All right, so this that has been our top five for this past week. I'm going to talk a little about that. Let's get into international numbers. Mm-hmm. A little bit more about Divergent, the insurgent um, part. Opened yes. in 76 markets, led the international box office with an estimated $47 million. No surprise at all there. I am surprised it opened out the exact same time now. Um, last year, Divergent finished its run, Divergent, the first one, finished its run with 137.8 million overseas. Yeah. And even with the current currency devaluation, which is significantly suppressing the US dollar figures, Insurgent should still pretty easily eclipse that figure. Yes, I think so. No, Unfortunately, sir- but it will. I haven't seen this movie yet, so it's really hard for me to... I don't want to, like, say it shouldn't make it. It does have really good talent. I don't... The first one wasn't bad. It's just I think they could have done more with the material they had. I'm not going to watch a movie with Kate Winslet unless she's the star of the movie. That foreshadowing our top five list yeah um cinderella added 41.4 million which brings its early international total to 131.1 million dollars decent 2.5 million in south korea and that's between um where oz and maleficent were it'll probably do 500 million total worldwide i wouldn't be surprised it's almost there it's about one it's about 250 275 yeah, it's a probably, classic story. It has it, lots of roots. It'll do four seventy five, five hundred million worldwide. That's perfect for a movie that's been out forty thousand times already. All right, now let's get to a movie that we haven't gotten the pleasure to talk about really on our domestic numbers yet because it has not opened here not until this week. But it did open outside. DreamWorks Animation Home. Also, mm. I think last week we might have said this is a Pixar movie. That one's this one's not. Inside nope. Out is the emotion one. Home is DreamWorks, but still Disney, earned an estimated $19.2 million from nine markets. So that's a very impressive opening of $9.3 million in the UK, UK, and that's the biggest there besides, like, Shrek franchise. Uh, no one's going to beat Shrek. When you look at DreamWorks, I feel like they have a few key franchises. You've got yeah. Shrek, which they made who knows how many movies out of. Like 13. Um, Kung Fu Panda. That one did pretty well, both critically and with audiences. Different age ranges Jack really Black. like that movie. And then How to Train Your Dragon has kind of been their recent yeah. be golden endeavor. Especially last year, it was nominated for Academy Awards. Probably How going to do? Uh, we'll find out when I get my numbers later. That's how. We'll figure it out. DreamWorks, although they do have those key franchises, doesn't have exactly... Yeah, the the best of the Disney records. Sure. It also, it of all of their kind of companies has some ones that you kind of forget about. Mm-hmm. Like I never saw Mr. Peabody. Um, they have a lot of hit and misses as in whether, you know, Pixar's just always, they smash every single time they put something out. So we will have to figure out how home is doing. Also, let's talk about Taken 3 one more time. It opened to 18 million in China this weekend, pushing its international total to 222.4 million. Um, the previous installment it is, uh, franchise earned 236 million total. So Taken 3 should surpass this. I'll say this right now. You'll see a Taken 4. I just don't know when or will, whether or not Liam Neeson will be in it. But you will see one. And it's going to give me the same feeling as this weekend when I went to a movie and I saw the next Paul Blart trailer. 
they're making another Paul <laughs> Blart mall cop movie. What am I except for it's in Vegas. One of my good friends' girlfriends in it, so. So I, you I can't, can't say anything, say anything bad? bad? I can't say anything bad about it. I, I was literally like, oh, they just keep making them. Like, I understood why they made another Night at the Museum. Of course. Because of, like, Orm Williams well, and all the stuff. Paul was a huge hit. I mean, a huge hit. Oh, my gosh. I just... No, There's I'm gonna, some things I you need to sh- let just stop. There's. I've been watching the NCAA tournament, and every single commercial is horrible. Um, except the girl with the one, the one, the girl with the Target. She's really hot. Um, but I watched... Just to segue the topic for like one second, the Pixels trailer. Oh, what a piece of shit! If, if you haven't seen the Pixels trailer, um, from what I understand of this movie, it's aliens have encountered a time capsule about yes. video games. Yes, and have d- now decided that the video games are going to be the means of them destroying the planet yes like donkey kong and pac-man the people that I just... all right it, let's not talk about it it, anymore. it really doesn't look because i'm gonna good. save my but let's I'm gonna talk save about everything. how i'm gonna save when it comes out i'm gonna talk about it well adam sandler has we've kind of lost hope he made the cobbler yeah. recently and i'm pretty sure for the first two weeks it was under 10 percent in rotten tomatoes i know for a little while it was zero so, mm, you might need to do some rethinking. Wow. Well, let's talk about our top. Oh, international game. Yeah. Does uh, Alexandra McLeod have the? Uh, does she have the title? I don't know. She's brand new. Let's test. It's her. called international. We title have this wonderful intro song. Intro that JTE, our missing counterpart, made. Break out yeah. the Rosetta oh. Stone because it's time for the international title game. I do miss JTE's choreography. He has yeah. so much enthusiasm well, he's the best. over this intro. He's, he made it. That's why. I mean, what else are you going to do? All right. What are we dealing with this week? This is going to be an interesting one. Uh, they're not all from China, but close. Um, and they're going to, you know, in honor of, uh, you know, uh, Zombievers, we're, no. going, we're going with uh, a couple of movies here that have maybe Beaver in the title. All right. You need to learn to be inspired by things that are like movies we're supposed to talk about. Yeah, like Zombievers. That's the movies that need, people need to see. No. They don't need to see Cinderella 40,000 times, told 40 different thousand times with 40,000 different actors. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Coyote Ugly. I like this movie. <laughs> In Brazil. Female Wolf Club. I believe that. Okay. Zombiever is the movie that this is inspired by. In China. Beaver Good. Old Corpse Card. Old. Beaver Good, comma, Old Corpse Card. Corpse Card. Is Corpse, corpse card. card one word? No, just what one, does a, that a, mean? Like a corpse and a card. You'll, if you see the movie, you'll know. Okay, sort of relates to it. The Beaver, the Mel Gibson classic, where he wore the you know the beaver on his hand. Okay, he's got a beaver on his hand. Just he's got a beaver. That's it, and it's from China. Teen Wolf, the 1985 classic, also from China. 18 year old beaver. No. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. 
So, so here we go again. <laughs> Coyote Ugly in Brazil, female wolf club. Zombievers, beaver good, old corpse card. The beaver, the Mel Gibson classic. He's got a beaver. Teen Wolf, 18-year-old beaver. Alexandra McLeod. Oh, gosh. No, don't call me first. <laughs> okay. You're like, run away. Remember, you have to pick the fake one. Um, I know. I just learned to go against all of my instincts. So, for instance, the only one I believe is he has a beaver on his hand. Or he has a beaver. Mm-hmm. Whatever. That's the only one I believe. So, I'm going to say that one is false. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go with uh, the last one. The, the teen wolf. The teen wolf one. Has nothing <laughs> to do with beavers? Yeah. yeah. He played for the beavers. His high school name, his high school Did team he? was, be- yeah, it was the beavers. What? Oh, I don't remember that. I don't yeah, remember see? that at all. Okay. All okay. Right. So what is the answer? <laughs> uh, Sarah, you're right. <gasps> Shut up. That's awesome. Exactly. <laughs> I just yeah. have to totally disagree with myself it's not called the beaver he's got a beaver it's called something else he's got like an animal on his hand or something what yeah voila i've discovered so, yes. the trick of this game so Bettina and yes. jt is not here so i yeah. feel like that helps i think you have discovered a trick to, to the game in a certain sort of way okay let thank you i'll take my bow now thanks to the beavers i lost the top five predictions last week you won and tied with Mr. Chris Osterman, yes. who we are now going to send a lovely present. So, Chris, contact one Prisoners of us through Twitter. DVD for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, DM me with your address, dude. I'll send it out. And also, uh, we're also throwing in a J, uh, spring 2015 Jay Peterman catalog signed by me and Sarah and maybe JT if he gets back early enough. This is uh, It's got fantastic things in here. Um, I don't even know what that is. This is the Jay Peterman catalog. It's with the you ever see Seinfeld? She works for Jay Peterman, and this is the catalog. There's a lot of uh, good reading material in here and a lot of cool stuff to look at. So we're gonna sign it. I might sign a couple of different pages and maybe uh, even throw. Uh, a you should throw note some in advice there in there. Well, that's what I'll do. Okay. All right. So, so two things. Thank you, Chris. You won last week along with Tom over here. I won five for five. You did. But <sighs> so I mean, you got to look at it this way. Um, the two movies that blew everybody out, obviously, Cinderella and Surge, and everybody knows that was going to happen. But the next three were really hard to predict, and they were separated by like a total of like $1.2 million. You're talking about on a weekend where the whole box office made like $100 million, Yeah. The bottom three made like 14 of that. Yes. So Correct. it could have really gone anyway, but, but went, you won. But it went my Congratulations. way. Congratulations. Chris Osterman's. Yes. Well, we both got a love for Derriere, so maybe that's why. It's true. I think I'm just going to blame it on JT because he he convinced me to go his way, and then we lost. JT has JT's really, fault. He's a very convincing individual. All right. Now let's go to our top five list of this week. This one is featuring Miss Kate Winslet. Mm, love One her. of my favorite actresses. She is does play a role in Insurgent and in the Divergent series, so we thought we would do this list in honor of her. Mm-hmm. That being said, the the films I'm about to tell you are her top five grossing. Yes. I would not say they're her top five best not movies at all, which makes this list very interesting. Um, number five is going to 
Contagion. Mm-hmm. WB, $79 million. She wasn't horrible in this. I mean, she's never horrible. It's just like, no, I like her uh, when she owns the movie. Supposedly Labor Day. Supposedly Labor Day is her, not her best moment came well, out last year. Yeah, but Labor Day is with a ton of people in it. You know, she was even good in The Holiday with Jack Black and Cameron Diaz. She's I She's always good. Little Children's, in, in my in my opinion, is her favorite, uh, my favorite movie with her. And she spends spends the movie like forty five percent naked, which I think if she has a fantastic body. But and that thing, is why it's his favorite. Yeah, little thing about contain contagium. What is it called? Contagion. Yeah, contagion. Uh, Soderbergh, who directed it, mm-hmm. when he first moved to Los Angeles, lived in a garage over the top of the Gyllenhaal house. Hmm. And I'm, that actually does not surprise me. Hollywood seems like a very small world. And Maggie and uh, Jake uh, referred to him as their Fonzie. Because like, Fonzie lived over the garage in Happy Days. And they're like, hey, look, Fonzie. You know, and he like took to it. And Jake to this day still calls him Fonzie. Okay, so now if you ever meet him, call him Fonzie and then he will be creeped up by you. All right, Correct. Sense and Sensibility came in at number four on Miss Kate's list with $81.1 million. Mm-hmm. That's from 1995. Um, Ang Is that all you have to say? Ang Lee directed. Well, he's the only, uh, still to this day, he's the only uh, non-white to win Best Director. Unless, really? unless it was Steve McQueen did it. No, no, no. I think he won Best Picture, didn't he? I'm I, almost positive that's the case. I don't know if you're right about that fact. Well, non, I mean, European. Well, Alejandro. But he's European. I still don't know if you're right about that. Okay. All right. Number three, actually making her list, which is to me hilarious, is the animated feature flushed away which mm. i had never heard of most likely because it's about a mouse and sewers yeah well it's ratatouille it came out like a ratatouille time i don't understand i feel like this is similar to i remember when quiznos came out with their whole ad about like and it was like a bunch of rats sitting on a trash can really yeah and they like used to sing Jesus. and i was like i don't understand how this was makes anyone want i don't know it was before that <laughs> i don't understand how this makes anyone want to have a sandwich terrible flushed away mm, just off the description really never need to see this movie but i guess a lot of people did because it made the top three it was one of andy circus's first movies there you go he beat out robert de niro and um leah no, no 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 robert de niro and william shatner for the role of spike in it Yeah. I feel like people just run away from movies like this. Anyway, number two went to Divergent. 153 million. Mm. Absolutely no surprise. And I would say let's make a bet about what's number one, but it's quite obvious. Titanic. Yeah. The movie that really made Kate a star, in my opinion. She was fantastic in it. 1.1, not million, but billion dollars. After she got the role, she never met Leo in person, right? And then she figured, she's like, uh, you know, I got to do something because I'm going to be showing him. And one of the first scenes they were shooting with her in the scene where she got naked or whatever. So she's like, I'm just going to cut the class right away and break the ice. She walked in the room and he went to like hug her and she just flashed him right away. I feel I, that is, I've heard very similar renditions to that story about you know, just totally their first meeting him. really. Just getting everything out there. I mean, I wish more girls would do stuff like that when they met me, you know. Just everyone just walk into rooms. Yeah. Did Steve McQueen win Best Director? No. Um, he won Best Picture. Okay, Ang Lee see? won uh, Best Director. See? He was the only... Ang Lee is still the only non-white, except for Alejandro this year. 
to ever win Best Director. Ever. Okay. Well, I think also some noticeable things that are missing from this list. You just talk about Finding Neverland, The Reader, Revolutionary Road, Eternal Sunshine, Spotless Mind. A lot of them had A-list actors in them as well. Versus you look at her list now, and none of them are really that memorable She signed on for Divergent because she was already pregnant. And she was like, I'm going to have a couple of babies, and I don't really care about how I look in this movie because I'm just going to wear a suit, and they're going to shoot me from the neck up anyway. So she's like, let me get a paycheck. That's what I happened. I didn't know that. It's true. She was eight months hmm. pregnant when they shot the first diversion. I didn't know that about her. Yeah. Always take some skill. That also happened with Into the Woods this year. Mm-hmm. My butt was pregnant. That's skilled what it is. Skilled camera angles, everyone. Well, skilled camera. I mean, that's what it, how it works. They do that all the time. You know? It happens all the time. If the girl has to be like, I mean, she couldn't shoot little children while she's pregnant. I mean, she gets naked every five minutes. I'm... But when have you, you watch Little Children, have you seen it? I've seen Little Children. It's fantastic. Very good movie. If you haven't seen that, you guys should all see that as well. Mm-hmm. Other movies to see would be our upcoming films, mm. which include Get Hard, Home, Serena, and Welcome to New York. Yeah. You're already smiling. Which one do you want to talk about? Okay. I think we have somebody on the phone to talk with us about this stuff. Do His we? His name might be J-T-E. JTE here. Hey guys, what's going on? JTE, I miss you. I know, I'm so sorry guys, but you know, I'm in New York, uh, I'm covering this movie with your main Dave Pardue, whatever his name is. <laughs> it's, it's been a wreck, <laughs> Gerard. Yeah, really. <laughs> Gerard Dave Pardue. You might need to <laughs> yeah, learn to pronounce that. Are you surprised I'm not going to get that name? No, no, we figured you would probably get that. I, I would I would figure you you'd, you'd script the last name, not the first one. Jermaine De- J. Pardue. <laughs> Is he black that's now? That's true. I, you know, I throw curveballs once in a while. You never know He's a black Frenchman. Uh, oh, you missed our, our international movie game, man. It was all about zombievers and uh, things that went again. along. Yeah. Wow, it's like when I'm not there, a fair thing's going. Yeah, I know. I don't know what that's about. I think she's figured out the algorithm. I'm going to have to switch it up. I think you normally guess before me, so you get to guess first, and then I have to choose something differently, so I lose. Yeah, and plus JT. Oh, is that your theory? Yeah, yeah. But, JT, but I also blame you for why I lost last week's um, box yeah. office predictions. Yeah, she, said, she thinks she, that you're uh, coercing her into uh, you know different picks and stuff with your logic. <laughs> okay, understandable. Yes. How's, uh, how's it going there, guys? I wish I could be back in the you know West Coast, East Coast. It's freezing over here. Yeah, you guys going to be all right. What's Dave Pardue doing, dude? I heard he drinks 12 bottles of wine a day. Somebody told me he drinks 12 bottles of wine and 14 when he's stressed and 20 when well, chicks are all, around. You know, the press truckers are usually in a hotel, like, you know, a nice like Hilton or something. Right. He had a request to be at the hometown buffet. I don't know why. Oh, wow. And he, we can't even get questions answered because he's too busy eating. Yeah. The oh, thing, he, that, he can, the thing he, I couldn't believe is he's eating everything on the buffet except for the french toast which wow. i thought was kind of odd that is that's odd well you know why probably because he has the best french toast in france and he's like i'm not eating uh, you know french food in america that'd be ridiculous he doesn't even french well, fries it's here. kind of like australians when they come here they never go to outback because they say it's nothing like australia yeah, i guess french toast isn't a french thing yeah i would i would assume that i mean he polish he's a he's a wine maker as well and he drinks his own wine constantly Oh, he's been hammered the whole time he's here. Yeah, his teeth are purple. Oh, were you there, too? <laughs> How do you know this? Well, because I've seen him on the pictures. <laughs> There's a lot of... I he, mean, he, he has a... Uh, this movie that he's in is actually looks really good. Welcome to New York. I mean, it's, it has strong language, violence, like sexual contact. I mean, I'm into that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really interesting. You know, 
the French have a very weird sense of humor. Well, one of the questions the reporters asked him was what his favorite movie of all time was, mm-hmm. and his answer was Meatballs 2. Not <laughs> the first one with Bill Murray. The second Meatballs one. Meatballs 2. That went, I think, straight to DVD. <laughs> Not even VHS back then. But yeah, but you might be right. I mean, look, here's the thing about Depardieu. Uh, if you read his memoirs, I've read his memoirs. They're amazing. If you want to like feel bad about your or good about yourself, read his memoirs. He was a grave robber at like age nine. Okay, he also Jesus. helped. He helped deliver his he helped deliver his sister at seven years old because his mom like tried to abort her or something. She tried to abort him too with like a pin cushion or something. And then uh, there's another crazy thing about him. He was a rent boy. I don't know if you know what a that rent is. Boy? Yeah, I don't rent, know what that is. A rent boy. At 10 years old, he passed himself off as 16, and he was, like, trolling the block and performing, uh, you know, uh, homosexual activities with, with men at, at, at a very early age. Okay. Well, I heard enough about that. Have you guys actually, you know, seen a trailer for this movie or anything like that? I have not. I haven't even heard of this movie. It's it's going to be fantastic. It almost depicts his real life. I mean, I was, we were supposed to see a screening of it last night before the interviews. Instead, he made us watch... A 35 millimeter print of a film he did with Whoopi Goldberg called Bogus, <laughs> which I've never seen before, and it was horrible. I've heard I about that. Why we weren't watching the movie that's coming out? I've heard about it. Mm. You, I've, I've heard about. It. I remember it came out, but no one saw it. You know who's seen it? Fidel Castro. <laughs> Are you serious? Fidel, uh, Fidel Castro's favorite actor is Gerard Depardieu. And they actually, uh, he goes down there and they drink wine and smoke cigars and talk about like the French and stuff like that. It's, I'm dead serious. Well, this what? is all fascinating, but I think we need to actually talk about the movies that are going to make money. Oh yeah, we um, got yeah we got yeah right, that are in the box office. <laughs> um, as interesting and I'm sure factual that conversation was. Let's get into some. Real movies, especially I want to start talking about Get Hard. Hello, Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell Mm -hmm. coming out with a movie. I think that society is going a little bit craved for comedy right now. Oh, yeah. Like we have we've just seen bomb after bomb in the comedy section. Hot Tub Time Machine. Horrible. Unfinished Business. Horrible. Mordecai. (laughs) Funny about how bad it was. Nuclear bomb of of horribleness so people really want i think at least personally i want to see a good comedy right now our top opening for a comedy i think even probably top grossing comedy of the year so far was wedding ringer which is also kevin hart that one opened to Mm -hmm. 20.6 million but that right now is our leading comedy of the year we are in march People, we haven't gotten to laugh in a while. We had to deal with the Oscars. We've got depressed over those. There's mm-hmm. been some nice, lighthearted family movies. But people want a 18 and over, 21 and over comedy Look, at this you, point. Let me tell you something about Get Hard. JT, do you have time or you have to give your top five and be out? No, no, I'll give, I got another minute or two. Go ahead. Okay. Um, you know, obviously, people know I I, I hate Kevin Hart. I, I can't. He's just he yells at inanimate objects constantly throughout a movie. His jokes and ninety five percent of his jokes fall flat. Uh, Will Ferrell, I like him in certain angles. I mean, he's great in old school. Mm-hmm. He's a good supporting guy when he comes in for like ten fifteen minutes, does your shtick, and you know, he leaves a lasting impression. Um, I like Allison Brie though, because um, I feel she's like obtainable. If like drank with her at a bar, you could probably take her home. Um, <laughs> Here's what I think, though. 
you know, for the most for the most part, I think you're going to watch this movie. You know what's going to happen. He's not going to wind up going to jail. They're going to get off on some technicality. You're going to be really upset and have a horrible theater experience as a whole when you go see it. It might be oh, predictable. It's going to make us money, though. Oh, yeah. Cool. That's Farrell, I'm, I'm one gonna... of the you know most bankable comedy stars, along with the guy who's hot right now, which is uh, Kevin Hart. So, well, I mean, just a preview to my top five. I got it number one easily. Absolutely. Wait, JTE, JTE, when you say that he's the most bankable comedy star, who are you talking about? Kevin Hart right now. As far okay. as he's like, no. I'm talking Will Ferrell is one of the most bankable comedy stars, but Kevin Hart well, is like he hasn't, he hasn't, a whole, absolutely. Will Ferrell hasn't come out as a leading man in a while. Correct. I mean, you're talking about his well, last Anchorman movies. Two last Anchorman, 2, Anchorman yes. 2 opened to 26. Yeah. And that was, what, two years ago as of now? Yeah, about. Two years That's ago? True, but I feel like it's like he's kind of got the Adam Sandler vibe where no matter how long it's been or you know how far in between the movies are, he's always going to bring oh, a solid crowd out. I hope you're not comparing him to Adam Sandler. I feel like Adam Sandler's like, we've lost no. all hope in him. He's might as well. He's, no, no, he's retreated to the specialty box Obviously, office and he's I'll not even doing well there. Here, here's here's the deal. Will, uh, Will Ferrell was great in like uh, Stranger Than Fiction, and I liked him in that uh, mm-hmm. yard, the yard one where he got kicked out, or I forget what it was called. And I really like him in that stuff. I think he's great. I think he's going to overact in this terribly, and it's going to be a lot of improvisational jokes. I mean, look, he's he's campaigning hard, and so is Kevin Hart. They're all over the place, and they know the time is right, and they know if they make this movie right, they could probably get a sequel out of the deal. So, um, wow. look. You know, I like Will Ferrell's been doing with the baseball and like all the cancer and stuff like that. I love Will Ferrell. I just mm-hmm. don't like this movie. You haven't seen this movie, yeah. so that's hard to say. I don't like. Uh, I actually asked Dave Pardue if he was going to see this movie, and he got really confused because apparently his next French film is erotic thriller called Get Hard. <laughs> oh, you know what? I mean, that sounds about right with him. He's he's good friends with Robert De Niro. Well, hopefully people won't get confused. Other movies coming out this weekend. The next biggest wide release besides Get Hard, which has like just over 3,000 theaters, mm-hmm. is Home. Um, DreamWorks animation feature is getting 3,600 theaters. It is starring the voices of people like Jim Parsons, Steve Martin, Rihanna, mm-hmm. J-Lo. Um, although I feel like animated fe- features don't really typically... I don't think they market their voices as much as they market who makes them. Yeah. Um, that being said, there has been a lot of talk about Jim Parsons being in it because his voice is so recognizable right now. It's, it's ridiculously recognizable, unfortunately. But we'll see how this does. I mean, Penguins made a, has made them a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Um, they made, well, actually, it was Madagascar. They made all of those films. Those kept bringing money, even if they weren't that good. Sure. We'll see how Home does it seems like they're marketing the voices more there mar- than they're marketing the uh, the movie itself, and I think that's going to be a telltale sign because this this movie will barely get at, barely bu- uh, get into the twenties. I'd say uh, it does have a lot of theaters though, yeah. so we'll find out. I mean, Cinderella is going to pull some of the crowd, but I think because it's yeah. animated, mm-hmm. you know, it's gonna it's gonna make its money. Yeah, mm-hmm. it will. This is going to be a very, very interesting top five. I mean, I, as you know, JT, last week I was five for five with Chris Osterman, and he's getting... By 4,000, by the way. Yeah, I know. Well, I looked say, at the numbers this morning, 4,000 difference between number three and number four. I would have been five for five. Hey, some, it's crazy. Some people call it luck. I call it life. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, uh, Dave Pardew just wheeled in a TV to Hometown Buffet. He's going to make us watch My Father the Hero. 
So uh, that's I got to get going. Get but can I get five. my five before I leave? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So number one is going to be Get Hard. Uh, the two comedians are going to they're going to kill the R-rated comedy. It hasn't mm-hmm. been a really good comedy this year, like you said, Sarah. Number two, I am going to go with Home because it's an animated film. Uh, those movies are strong. It's easily going to be at least twenty. I think Get Hard is going to be closer to twenty-five, thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Insurgent's going to have a pretty big fall off, but still going to be good enough to be number three. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I'm sure you guys talked about this, but the, it's, it's no Hunger Games, that's for sure. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Cinderella is going to stay strong. I mean, that thing's probably going to have the biggest life of all the movies in top five right now, just mm-hmm. because Cinderella is Disney. And then uh, I'm going to go with number four, Neeson. Uh, Liam Neeson. I'm going to go run all night because at number five, the gunman ain't pulling anybody in. At number five, you mean? Yeah, five. Okay, gotcha. There you go. So, Thank you, JT. Hard Home, Insurgent, Cinderella, whatnot. Come back. Yeah, you're gonna be back next week. I will week? be back next week, everybody. Um, if I survive, apparently the party's taking us out to some strip clubs afterwards, and who knows if I'll make it back. Don't drink too much wine. I heard he, he likes Sue's Rendezvous. It's in the Bronx. It's where Big Pun and <laughs> Fat Joe used to go. I used to go there too. It was great. All right, I'll tell you. Yeah. Said hi, Vincent. All right, come. dude. Let's talk. Let's play some basketball this week. Uh, we got to do that. Thing. <laughs> All right, guys. Okay. Your, your cousin's in Bye, town, JT. too, right? Tell your cousin I said, what's up? Bye, JT. Uh, All right. Bye, sir. A movie not making JT's list, but we still need to talk about is Serena. Yes. Um, we mentioned Jennifer Lawrence earlier in the episode. She is starring in this movie alongside Bradley Cooper. Two it's, huge you know, actors. Yeah, but this was shot in, like, early 2012. Also, what if this movie... Yes, shot a long time ago, right mm-hmm. at the height of you're talking about American Hustle, their whole partnership, Silver Linings Playbook. Right. They were a team. They made this movie. And then somehow it's been playing like disappear and reappear. You see advertisements mm-hmm. that come up for in the summer and then they're taken down. Then it pops up more in the fall It with no really inclination of when it's being released. Finally, they're about to release it this weekend. That is after it's been on Google Play, iTunes, and Amazon for streaming for th- three weeks already. It's a terrible film. He's like, Bradley Cooper's like a logger and she's, it's it's a period piece. They must have signed, I don't know when they signed onto this. Uh, it's, it reminds me of something like, you know, like after DiCaprio did like Titanic and a, and a couple other movies and he shot the beach. They did the beach beforehand. Mm-hmm. And they and they held it back until they were like, oh, he's a big star now. Let's throw out the beach. And I sort of think this is sort of in the in the realm of that, in a way. Maybe I think it was kind of like, where can we release it that they're like they're already going to be so popular that it can't hurt them? Because like, well, he's com- he, Cooper's com- coming up American Sniper, exactly. Which made a and right now, dollars. no one's really going to see this. If they really were in the mood to see it, they saw it online. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have to deal with the embarrassment of opening this up in a wide release and having it completely flop instead it's just kind of like yeah they put it out there diehard fans can find it but you're not creating a movie going experience out of this movie clearly not and there's no uh, jennifer lawrence ain't on like letterman dancing around eating cake talking about it either exactly all right so let's get into predictions we already have jte's Ben, ben stiller's got some movie coming out but i don't think it's gonna do too well it's, he's got a wide release with Amanda Seyfried. It's called like Welcome Home, Billy Roscoe or something. Something stupid. Haven't heard of it yet. Yeah, nobody wants to see it. Don't worry about it. It has a wide release? It's a wide release, yeah. But no one wants to see it. This we weekend? Yeah. Pretty sure. That's not even like listed on the Box Office Mojo. It's coming soon. Thank you, Box Office Mojo. I'm almost for... positive. Maybe they can correct me if I'm wrong in the, t- in the comments. But I, I have Welcome to New York. 
That's Gerard Depardieu. That's all I got on my list. Sorry. Do you want to get? Are you going to put that in your top five? Is that why you're mentioning it? I was I was I was calling him Gerard Depardieu for a while, but then I figured I I finally read his memoir and now he's like fully Gerard Depardieu. Great. I mean, he's done some amazing things. Anyway, enough about Gerard Depardieu. Him and Sean Penn should do a movie. Anyway, uh, my predictions are going to be. Then we'll take a call or two. Um, I think you're going to see something really interesting in the box office this week. Which is four movies in the 20s, possibly two in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with Get Hard, number one. Okay. Probably at like 29 million. Maybe even, it might crack 30. Home, 2024 maybe. Okay. Unfortunately. Uh, and this is where it gets a little tricky. Insurgent, I'm going to go with three, probably at like 21 Cinderella at number four mm-hmm. at 20. And number five, I'm going to go with Kingsman. I really need to go learn to go first. So, no, you can be the same as me. And uh, I think I think King Kingsman will stay there. I think it'll be run all night. Um, it'll probably drop 26. It made four, six this week. I wouldn't be surprised if it makes four even for a drop of whatever it is, another 20%. Or something along those lines. So one get hard, two home, three insurgent, four Cinderella, five Kingsman. If you got the same thing, let's just pick what we think uh, get I'll hard think is going to be. Something else. I know we have. No, why? You're going to. I mean, that's what it's going to be. <sighs> Unless you want to switch up uh, Cinderella and Insurgent, but I don't think back to back animation movies or whatever the hell those are. You know, are going to work. Yeah, I think that Home and Cinderella are pulling from a little bit of the same audience, so that's going to create that gap. Um. If you want to leave it, let's just pick what Get Hard's going to make and keep it close. And then I'll give you, uh, I got a Joyful Noise DVD for somebody who ever wins this week. We're going to take a call in a minute, too. No, maybe okay. Joyful Noise. Maybe uh, maybe Book of Eli. All right. I will also keep your same list. Mm-hmm. Where do you say you're putting Get Hard at? Uh, 29.6. I'm going to give it more. Um, I'm going to give it Wedding Ringer only had 20.6. Anchorman had 26. Mm-hmm. But Ride Along had 41. Mm. So I'm going to pick Get Hard at about 36. Okay. That's 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 fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, top five. And JT had uh, run it all night. except for different, right? That was the only difference? You know what? Or uh, he, where did JT have Cinderella? Oh, he had the same JT thing has us. Cinderella four, but he has number five run all night. Okay, which is How gone. much do you think insurance, Insurgent is making? Uh, 21. 21. So that's an over 50% drop. Oh, yeah. It's toast. It's done. All right. I I don't think it's going to be 50%, but I do think that it will drop, obviously, significantly. Probably more yes. like 35, 40%. Let's take one call, and then we got to roll. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we have anybody. Oh, we do. Hello. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown. Do you have a top five list for us today? Hey, who's this? Um, yeah. Who do we got? Who do we got? Uh, it's Haroon. Oh, what's up, man? How uh, you doing? I got doing? calling a couple of weeks ago. Oh, cool. How you doing? Welcome back. Yeah. Where'd you go last time? I, um, you, you did horrible last time, right? No, <laughs> I got like four out of five. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. That's yeah. very good. I went, I went five for five, obviously, this week. Yeah. We got to We got to If you pick the top five, we got to uh. Book of Eli or uh, Joyful Noise Blu-ray. Okay, okay. Which one would you like? So, uh, Book of Eli. Uh, so I'm going to say at number one is going to be Get Hard, and then mm-hmm. number two 
insurgent, or actually yeah. no, not insurgent. That's gonna drop off. I'm gonna say Cinderella at number two. Oh wow. Uh, uh, what what else? Is, you've got Home coming out. You've got Insurgent, and you've got the three bottom movies from this past week: Run mm-hmm. All Night, uh, Kingsman, and Gen- Gunman. Yes. Oh, uh, so okay. Number three, I'm gonna say Home. Okay. Number four. Uh, insurgent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insurgent. Okay. Then number five, I'm gonna say. Uh, That's a tough one. Run all night. Ah, oh, wow. all okay. right. So you're most similar to JTE, but you're really pushing up that Cinderella. Yeah, that's interesting. That you think you could beat home, but hey, you, you know, maybe it will, or maybe you just really don't want the Joyful Noise DVD. We don't know yet. <laughs> if Kingsman get, if Kingsman gets kicked out, Cinderella will be have the most weekends in the top five. Your that's your prediction? No, yeah. I'm just saying that of every movie we have Get Hard, which is new. We have Home, which is new. Insurgent's going to be in second week. Yeah, uh, Kingsman's the only one who's been up there six. Cinderella will be going into its third. Yes, correct. Hmm, interesting. So if, right. if Cinderella does get two in its third week, that'd be a big deal. Thanks, dude. Put it back. Get a Twitter and uh, or give us on Twitter and uh, give us top five so we remember and we see it. Although I think you might be wrong about home not being second. Should we take one more? Or get out of here. I think we got to go. I think we have to go. I think we got to go today. Yeah. But guys, thank late. you for calling in. Sorry we didn't take too many calls today. We were running very long. So please, you know, watch Popcorn Talk. Watch us here at Box Office Breakdown. Mm-hmm. Watch the other shows. And comment, subscribe, rate us, Facebook. Absolutely. You have Let's a get, Twitter. Yeah. Make Bob some friends. Fin- at Bob Finstock. Let's get to a thousand likes on our Facebook page. Somebody do that. We sh- there's no reason why we shouldn't. Um, comment on YouTube. Let's let's get the numbers up and keep them there. And it makes me happier. And it makes us all funnier. We and all want to make Sarah, Tom happy. And Sarah could buy new dresses and look as pretty as she always does. And she can go rock climbing and grappling. So if we if we make a thousand likes on Facebook, you're going to buy me a new dress? I'll buy you whatever you want. Oh, wonderful. Yes, please get us a thousand likes on Facebook. With a thousand likes on clothes. Facebook, I'll buy Sarah a dress. You also owe me a me, shirt. you guys will like it. All right. Bye, guys. See ya. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. 